0: Snuff Production. Where the smiley face made out of chocolate chips and your fluffy weekend pancakes. Yummy, yummy, yummy,
1: yummy, 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 yummy. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast.
2: Well,
3: Alex Dyson, uh, it says sent 23 hours ago <laughs> um, underneath the letters J O J O next to the blue tick. Um, she I am literally to, is her
2: handle just JoJo. That's it. She managed to no, get it's just, I,
3: am Jojo, I am JoJo. But When you go to no, like the shame. actual inbox, it just has JoJo and I believe a four-leaf clover of some sort. Mm. Um, immediate. Looking back at the message, yep, it's too long. <laughs> I oh, no. and I read it again. I, I I didn't want to even look at it Mate. when I looked at it when I sent it yesterday, and now I'm looking at it again. It's it is too much.
2: Yeah, that's the DM regrets yesterday, uh, Matt. DM'd uh, Jojo of uh, Jojo fame. And um, <laughs> it's not looking good on the second, the second look well, through. it
3: doesn't even say seen. So this is well and surely ended up in the others. And yeah. unless I get a real deep scroll from Jojo into her, you know, yeah. junk mail, which is tough.
2: Well, maybe with uh, your fancy blue ticket, it automatically puts it in the primary inbox there. Oh,
3: wow. I mean that's even worse for me then that means that she's just ignoring me
2: so look no, it hasn't worked you know what we have to do you have to treat DMing Jojo like the long jump final you get six jumps at it no. some of them <laughs> some God. of them you get the X disqualified <laughs> you just want to go a little bit further each time try to get a better message each time because a lot of these long jump, I was watching the long jump on the final jump the German gets the gold for a seven yes, metre jump I
3: did watch that pretty very very impressive so um, go shout for out to Ozzy Brooks Stratton as well. I'm um, Doing a great oh, effort there, for coming Brooke. in seventh. Very, very well done, old teammate and my cousin Naz. <laughs> hey, um, Alex Dyson, we got a big show, and I'm actually so excited for uh, our guest today.
2: Oh, I tell you what, prepare your ears because. Tom Cardi <laughs> is going to be joining us uh, today. Uh, behind the man behind that's what quarter tune, eighth of a tune, uh, as well as many others. He's got millions of followers over his social media. Uh, you may have even heard him on Triple J with Hobber and Hing doing some great uh, sequels to songs. Uh, he he put the call out. It, the people wanted this, Matt. Well, I guess we'll get into it a bit later. But this is this is delivering for. Um, the fans out there of uh, who want who demanded that this gentleman join us on the podcast.
3: Yeah, look, we are uh, you know we're talking about sending messages across the world to uh, pop stars. We're talking about people getting what they want on their favorite podcast. And they all do it using the phone. But uh, look, let's delve into a little bit more of a basic phone technology and some news that came out yesterday regarding. Good old payphone. Up next.
1: Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go. Here we
0: go. Here we go. Matt and Alex all day
3: breakfast. Picture this, Alex Dyson.
2: All right, hang on. Let me it's shut my year. eyes. <clears throat> it's 1999. I'm down at the shops on New Year's Eve buying bottled water and some, <laughs> some premium two-stroke petrol. <laughs> For my chainsaw to chop down the zombie horde.
3: The bug out bag is well and truly crammed under the bed.
2: Ready for that millennium to tick over and everything to go to pot. Matt
3: O'Kine has got a pair of Puma discs, possibly. What are they? Um, Some Simpsons Tarzos. Glow-in-the-dark Tazos
2: stuck to his roof. Oh, of course he does. Because he
3: couldn't afford the fancy stars and universe stickers. You made your own constellation out of <laughs> glow-in-the-dark Tazos. <laughs> <laughs> and I get off the bus after school and we've talked about it before, you know, we have the yeah. same method. You call your parent from the public payphone. You don't put any money in. It rings until they pick up, and then you ring again to make
2: sure that they know that it's not just some prank. We both have done it, but that's because up until today, really, you've had to pay to use a public telephone. Whether it was, you know, the good old days, 20 cents, 40 cents, when inflation kept taking it up, or whether it was the 1-800-REVERSE, where you'd type in that phone number and (laughs) then the phone number that you wanted... And then the person picked up and said, Are you willing to pay for this phone call? You've got some mug rigging you. Do you want to pay for it? Whether it was that? Money was being was changing hands until today, Matt. Well, I mean, I feel sad because for a long
3: time, in a lot of school kids' arsenals was the emergency five dollar
2: payphone phone card. No, 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 not down in Buddy. <laughs> the main streets you, are warnable, you- mate. You had to fend for yourself. <laughs> I don't know why you fancy private school boys with your $5 Telstra prepaid no way would you be would I be caught dead with a $5 Telstra prepaid are you kidding me for emergencies get out of town mate Come on what happens if you end I, I mean buddy, I, was, I was I set fire to the local next door house and use the smoke signals and get these people turn it up and I where I'm from mate You buddy a $5 Telstra prepaid you're kidding Well
3: I don't know what to say, but I guess my parents loved me. Um, <laughs> they wanted to make sure that I was always okay. Um, but yeah, look, I used to used to carry around a phone card. I'm guessing producer Brian, you probably never even had a phone card.
1: <laughs> I don't know what a phone card is. <laughs> oh but my God! has been loving prepaid for so long.
3: <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, look, it it was like, it was literally like, you know, it was a hard card, it had a a chip at the end. It looks like a
2: credit card, really. It was a payphone gift voucher, really.
3: (laughs) (laughs) You'd You'd insert it in if you needed to call someone. You were able to call them, okay? Now I used yeah. to have a five-dollar emergency one, and I'm sure that they existed because any kid who was given five dollars to make phone calls ended up making getting a few emergency soft serves on the way home <laughs> until that money was uh, never there. Yeah, just keep this so, five-dollar
2: uh, <laughs> note in your wallet <laughs> yeah. in case you ever need to make a phone call. Yeah, right. Uh, good to see, you. but you're right. Announcing, it's coming out yesterday. Telstra is going to make all pay phones, which you know have been with the rise of free talk and text on every single phone plan. Um, they've been pretty irrelevant for a while and so now they're going to be absolutely free, which is pretty cool.
3: Well, the thing that I love about this is that, you know, for so many people, phone um, pay phones are, you know, irrelevant. We do have mm. mobile phones. We've got computers, you know, but for a lot of people and, and certainly people in times of help and crisis mm-hmm. um, and emergency, these phones have been critical to sometimes survival. So uh, Telstra said that around 11 million calls were made from the pay pay phones around the country last year, um, including 230,000 calls to critical services such as Triple O and Lifeline. So it's really great that they exist and they're still there and you just never know when people might lose their phone, need to contact someone in the last spare of the moment and it's it's exciting that they
2: haven't just decided to get rid of them but Mm. actually make use of them for now. On the other side of things, um, it's going to be good in movies now when you're walking past a phone and the FBI just makes it ring and you've got to pick it up and go, hello, <laughs> metal cone. Yes, you know- how did you know it was me? <laughs> <laughs> We're watching you. How do they do it? Has anyone ever? I've just never, I've never, never heard people? a payphone call in my life, okay? Well, the good thing about it is you don't have to worry that you're you know, paying <laughs> money for the call now that it's on a, on a payphone. Problem is, no, that's it. Superman getting changed with it free. People will just be in there on the phone all day. You won't be able to find <laughs> Sorry, the do you mind, room. Clark? I'm in here, mate. <laughs> For sure. Got to
3: see a man about a dog, Clark. Get out of here.
2: <laughs> that's it. Um, but it's um, very exciting times. But I do want to know if anyone's, like in a movie, had a payphone ring near them who and who's calling it and that sort of thing. Well I mean
3: it's it's interesting we've always had pretty open phone boxes I mean the booths in London I remember they were oh, just red booths they were so naughty I
1: Why? mean if
3: you're a high school kid going in there you didn't know, they were they were plastered wall to wall with sex ads Oh and so I remember being 13 in London going should I be touching the walls in this joint
2: are people going to be calling the like $5 a minute <laughs> phone sex lines from public it's all phones local. now
3: i tell you what I made that mistake with my $5 <laughs> Payphone card What? No, Seriously? I
2: <laughs> okay I was going to say Here comes the, of the Best Classic. minute
3: of my life
1: <laughs> Coffee? Yeah coffee A
0: seventh coffee Never hurt anyone Well oh, I feel a buzz mm. Are you keeping Juicy gas from me? Do you know What's going on here? We know
1: what's going on You won't believe it's real juicy So let's just keep it on the down low, shall we? Matt and Alex's Insiders.
2: Insiders. Yes, Matt, it's always been my dream to come to work in Lycra. Um, I've been told to stop here at my job, which is why I'm very intrigued to to our next Insiders profession because it's someone I look up to and respect, uh, given that it's possible to do such a thing in their workplace. It's hello to our anonymous pilates instructor hello anonymous
4: hello hello boys how's it going good
3: thanks anonymous now i studied yoga as part of my movement (laughs) course uh in my bachelor of fine arts in acting and i got to tell you it wasn't for me and whenever i hear pilates and yoga i kind of think they're the same thing but i'm assuming they're not and i need you to tell me why they're different
4: they are very different and That is perhaps my biggest pet peeve is when people say, oh, you teach Pilates, you just stretch all day. Definitely not. Uh, Yoga is, I guess, known for flowing through movement, meditating, uh, I'd say more for their mental health, uh, whereas Pilates, we focus more on your core strength, and it's all about lengthening and strengthening Yeah, body. and
2: it's repetitive. It's You get some aerobic training going through there. Um, it's tough on the muscles. How many classes do you do a day? Because I have done one, maybe two Pilates classes in my life. You're exhausted by the end of it, but I assume you have to do back-to-back-to-back stuff.
4: Oh, yeah. Uh, my max is five classes in a morning, but generally I'll split it up. So I teach about four a day, two in the morning and two Ooh. in the afternoon.
3: So, I mean, did you have to do a course to learn how to teach Pilates or do you just kind of wing it?
4: There's definitely people out there that just wing it, but, no, you should definitely become certified. And um, there's different courses depending on the different types of Pilates you want to okay. teach. Okay.
3: And so is there different what's, – what's the most sort of out there type of Pilates?
4: I guess bar. Bar Pilates, so that's like a combination of ballet and
3: Pilates technique. Ah, Interesting. okay. I th- is that this the Barre? Is that what? Who, who said Barre? Did someone say Barre <laughs> once? SCOMO, yes, the, the classic Barre, yes. So ah, that, but, uh, all right. When I think about yoga or Pilates or anything that's actually just wholesome and good for your body, I always see these dudes <laughs> doing these classes in there with heaps of girls, and I always think, see that. Is how you would meet people.
4: Yeah, forget Tinder. I come to Pilates.
3: <laughs> yeah, is do you do you do you have people get hooked up at, in classes?
4: I've I've never seen anyone physically hook up in my class, and to be honest, most of the gentlemen that do come to classes are a little bit older, or they're specifically rehabbing a um, injury. So the Pilates dating pool is very much untapped right now, fellas.
2: Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Ooh, so, interesting. Could Whoa. dip the toe in the water there. <laughs> correct, One class correct. I did there was a lot of talk about the pelvic floor. Can you tell us a little bit about the pelvic floor and, and yes. its association with the art of Pilates?
4: The pelvic floor is one of the most important floors you'll ever think about. Um, it's basically a sling inside our pelvis um, that holds up about 60% of our body weight. So a sl-
2: wait, a sling in the pelvis that holds like the organs and everything up?
4: Yeah, exactly. If you think of um, like your pelvic girdle or your pelvis mus- uh, bone, sorry, there's a sling type muscle in there and a little hole at the bottom. You can imagine what the hole does. But yeah, those sling muscles hold all your important organs in place. And when females uh, give birth, that they're using their pelvic floor muscles to help push the baby up. There you go. So it's almost
2: like an organ hammock that goes in there. And Pilates really trains that up. So you've got a good strong one.
4: Exactly. We're training your organ habits.
2: <laughs> do you think the Pilates makes you better at sex?
4: Uh, 100%. 100%. Um, definitely flexibility, stamina, agility. Uh, the creator of bar, or barre, as government would like to call it, used to say that if you can't tuck, which is a movement that we do on Pilates, uh, you can't... You can finish that Rhymox. So
3: oh, okay. All yeah. <laughs> oh, right. You can't tuck, you can't. <laughs> Fornicate. Interesting. That's okay. interesting.
4: Exactly.
3: Oh, I didn't realise that. Now i am got to Google what the tuck in Pilates is. Yikes. Yeah. Let's talk about um, bodies and sounds, uh, Anonymous, because yeah. I, you know, I can imagine with all of these kind of workouts, there's a lot of letting loose and, um, you know, letting go. Loosen it and tighten loosening loosen it and tighten <laughs> it. About, it's about letting go of your inner constrictions and relaxing your body to, you know, its deepest core. What do you hear in these sort of classes? <laughs> oh,
4: <laughs> um, A lot of farting, but <laughs> a lot of the time, especially when you're doing mat work and people are wearing like Crop tops and stuff, their sweat, and when they do sit-ups and stuff, the little air pocket will create the farting noise. So sometimes you can't be sure if it's a certified fart or just <laughs> a really good ab curl. Um, but the biggest offenders are the oldies, um, and they just don't give a shit. They all fart. <laughs> <air> <laughs> They'll stare your <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've been
3: holding that in all day. Um, I'm, I'm going to start using that as an excuse next time Bell goes, did you, fart? <laughs> nah, it's my ab, my
4: ab uh, crunches. What, a, what, a,
2: what assumptions do people make about you as a Pilates instructor?
4: Uh, as I said, they definitely assume that we just teach yoga. Another thing that they assume is that we kind of teach for part of the day and then we spend the rest of the day modeling our activewear and, I don't know, different chives at the local cafe, but that is definitely not the case. A lot of us um, will use Pilates as our supplement income because we just can't teach 40 classes in a week. That's kind of physically impossible for our bodies. So a lot of us do have another one or two careers outside of it. Oh,
2: of course. Interesting stuff. Okay. Is it better to go at the front of the class or the back of the class? Because I'm usually a back of the class person, but I can understand being at the front, you get a better view of, of what you're meant to be doing.
4: Uh, I would just say it depends on how advanced you are and how comfortable you are. Um, at the end of the day, I, as long as you're moving your body, I don't really care. Um, I tend to walk around in my classes, so people think they're at the back and they're going to be safe from me, but surprise, surprise, I come up. What, up you cracking the whip? I am cracking that whip. If your butt is up in the plank, it will be down. I'll tell you what. Oh, no, the plank. How long How long can you plank for? The longest plank I've had was seven minutes. What? Seven? <laughs> Oh, man, wow. I start shaking That's at That's longer one. than some actual planks. <laughs> Seven minutes in heaven, I tell you what. <laughs>
2: yeah, some planks of wood don't last that long. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness me. How much of the money do you get out of a class and how much goes to the uh, the people who organise it or the gyms or, or whoever? Oh, good question.
4: Um, generally, it depends. So well, most of the time we just get a flat rate for, for the class and then we have to pay our own tax and super out of that. But um, say if I'm at a studio, uh, clients are paying memberships then we just get flat rates and likewise with a gym. So unless you're hosting your own private class where people pay directly to you, um, it's just a flat rate.
3: Mm. And and what's your connection to that? I mean, I know that you spoke more about yoga was like a mental connection, spirituality, etc. Do you have the same kind of focus when it comes to meditation and connection to a spiritual world? Or do you think that that's all garbage?
2: A <laughs> um, a loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> or would you say all people who do yoga are rubbish? Um, <laughs> I think there's some merit to it. I mean, just I'm
3: asking anonymous.
4: Um, personally, I definitely think there is some merit to those elements, the spiritual elements. Um, and particularly the importance of the breath and incorporating the breath into your movements. From a variety standpoint, though, it is absolutely rubbish for me. I care more about your core activation and you controlling your movements in class. There you go. All
2: right.
3: Mm, there you go. Um, then, okay. Then... So I think there's, I think a little bit of truth
2: came out there. <laughs> Non-believer is anonymous. <laughs> well, Pilates could be good for people who want a, a tougher heart rate workout and uh, who aren't so much into the spiritual element but do love a solid organ hammock. So we thank you so much for that, Anonymous. Cheers so much for uh, taking us in the inside world of Pilates Instructing and hopefully we'll uh, catch you again and keep our bum
4: down during the plank. Please do. I'll see you soon, boys. Thanks.
2: Thanks. <laughs> Order
4: up!
0: Just how you like it, perfect.
1: All day breakfast. Well Alex
3: Dyson, our next guest is someone who I bumped into while they were on their way to play a little game of racquetball. <laughs> Uh, Down at the local park, we share the same postcode in the mean streets of Sydney, Australia. Um, But I was very excited to hear that he's just dropped a brand new EP. That
2: sounds like something you'd say to the police when they... Approached you When you were loitering It's like Oh I just bumped into him He's on his way to racquetball
3: (laughs) Yeah Me Me Officer No I was just on my way To play some racquetball With my chums Um, (laughs) His EP is out this Friday Uh, Actually Not out Not out already It's out this Friday The 6th of August It's called Artificial Intelligence And uh, it sounds A little bit like this
0: I send you A little smiley face So you send me back A little smiley face And then I say hey And so you write back hey And I say Hey, what? And you say, you said, hey, first. And I say, okay. Croissant emoji. F you.
3: That's right. You might have seen him on TikTok as well, with so many of his tracks going absolutely bonkers on that platform. He has about 800,000 followers, over 10 million likes. He is a comedy musician. He goes by the name of Tom Cardi. Hello, Tom.
0: Hello. You know what? In that entire intro, you're saying so many nice things, but I was just just burning over how you, you said that I played racquetball and you threw me under the bus like real <laughs> early on.
2: <laughs> well, is that a is that a private pursuit, Tom?
0: No, well, you know, I don't walk around like showing people that I didn't expect to run into you. So
3: it's pretty it's a pretty nerdy <laughs> thing to do, Tom.
0: Oh yeah, I know, but yeah, you know, you know what it's like. You gotta do something.
3: Yeah. You and all <laughs> your other dorky mates just off to <sighs> whack a ball with no particular <laughs> oh. aim or achieve like goal in mind. You just hey, trying to keep the ball off the ground.
0: It's absolutely all about aim and it, it takes <laughs> incredible endurance. It takes athleticism. I believe the Olympics Australia got into the semifinals of racquetball this year. Ooh. So how dare you take that away from? where no, We weren't in there. I was wait wait a second! A is racquetball idea. in the
2: Olympics? I don't know. No, I think there was a big controversy so. that they were putting in <laughs> things like surfing and squash wasn't a, a part of it. Or something. No, you, you were playing paddleball, weren't you? Uh, what's racquetball? Have I been offended? Oh, I'm, I'm, right? googling I'm googling racquetball, racquetball
3: s- now. Racquetball looks like looks a lot like squash, whereas paddleball is. That's in the proper, is it? Is it even a sport kind of thing. Like, I don't know, if they pulled you over and you tried to justify that you were exercising, mm, I reckon you'd be pushing it, bro.
1: No,
0: I may as well just say, sorry, officer, I'm a big virgin.
2: <laughs> well, maybe, you know, our good friend Lewis Hobber, he plays a bit of handball, a bit of amateur handball. You would have been invited to a few of those kind of things. What's what's uh, wrong with the handball? Why do you need a paddle?
0: Uh, well, you know, no all of us have hands as big as Lewis Hobber. But- <laughs> <laughs> you are, you are. Do you have quite the mustache
3: when I saw you recently? Is this a, a new thing? Was this, is this a style that you're going for?
0: Well, I always kind of have it, then I shave it off like every month or two, just because I'm a bored person in general. But when I put the first video out that did quite well, where I say a naughty word over a Horn night song, I had it and I f- now feel scared to take it away.
3: Mm. You know that? Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. It, it's identified you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm, fe- I'm full of fear. <laughs> <Guys>.
3: <laughs> hey, congrats on the EP, by the way Artificial Intelligence um, <laughs> I mean, much. this is very exciting And we should we should clarify how you re- you're you even on this podcast I mean, we're big fans of your work off-air Love so many of your videos on TikTok Didn't know that you were releasing an, uh, an EP Until you posted on your Instagram And then you, you asked people for a little bit of a leg up
0: And I, I said, get, get me on a podcast, guys Because I don't know how to do PR I don't have any management Because I don't trust them Um, and they all tagged you guys. So I got my guys to talk with your guys in a way.
2: Well, I guess your people and our people are the same people by the sounds of things. (laughs)
0: Well, we're people people.
2: (laughs) We are people people, and they got it on. It must be so cool interacting with these people and connecting with these people via these um, uh, songs that I'm not sure if you ever thought when you started doing it that you'd be putting together an actual album uh,
0: EP release. Oh, no way. I was just making one, and I kind of set a goal for myself to like write and create a video and stuff for like one every week and a half or two weeks. And just by the end of it, I was like, oh my God, I think it's only gonna take like a month of polishing and extending and doing things to make like something that's like a releasable thing.
3: Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's jam packed full of really funny, quirky tracks, um, like the track that we just heard Mixed Messages there. What's your most sort of out there track that you denied <laughs> about putting up on the EP?
2: Uh,
0: there's some of them which is just which is just like absurd sketches set to music. But then there's there's one that did quite well on TikTok which I kind of fear having out. It's it's called Have You Check Your Butthole. And it's just people people like it too much.
2: Have you checked your butthole? butthole. I've not seen your keys,
0: but since you're asking me you better, check up that butthole. My mum's a doctor and she's mm. like, Tom, what are you you had a you did psychology at uni. What do, you, what do people <laughs> know you for now,
3: you know? <laughs> but, I mean, actually, that, that brings up an interesting point because as someone who also has done comedy but makes music mm-hmm. and has worked hard to try to not do the comedy thing, I'm assuming <laughs> that you would probably have some music that you made before the comedy music took off that may make you cringe more than Have I Checked Your Butthole. <laughs> no,
0: 100%. <laughs> yes, that is so true. It's I was in a band called the Lulu Rays playing drums and writing for it. Oh, that. I like love the Lulu Rays. <laughs> yeah, you, I would say it's it's enough where it's like, oh, I've heard that, that we're all on Triple J like once in the blue moon.
2: But... Th- watched you guys at Oxford Art Factory one time, I think.
0: Oh, you're kidding
2: me. Yeah, man. Did you see me up the
0: back stewing over how I was going to write songs about robots that drink their own piss?
2: No, I didn't take my <laughs> binoculars to uh, look, yeah. look at the back of the stage. I keep <laughs> yeah. my eye on the front people and that's it. No one else yeah. exists in the band. Exactly.
0: <laughs> Goddamn drummers. What, what's, yeah.
3: uh, what's the most cringeworthy Tom Carty song that isn't a comedy song?
0: I'm not telling you. I don't need this in my life. <laughs> Everyone already knows I'm a rocket ball aficionado now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to throw me under the bus like this. Um, I don't know. You can look back and all of it. It's all like I'm not, it sounds like I'm making fun of the, the band now. The Lulu Rays... Oh, no, I'm not
3: necessarily that Lulu Rays would be the thing. I mean, Lulu Rays had some success. I mean, just a personal
2: Tom Carty <laughs> oh, bedroom yeah. cut. Oh, dude there's
0: dude. The ev-
2: solo R&B <laughs> album, I think Matt's referring <laughs> yeah. to, of which he has a few in the in the shoebox yeah. under his bed.
0: A few of my um, extended arias um, in the in the Greek Ooh. sense are pretty bad. Actually, now thinking about it, one of the songs in this one, which is, the, the, I guess title track i don't know if that's the right word but the song artificial intelligence is like i, I actually wrote half of it after i broke up um with my last girlfriend Ooh. oh it was like oh. it was part of it so it was i don't you know when you when you like when you when you're not with someone you just sit there he's like writing the shit as poetry or like whatever your creative thing is if you're drawing like you'll draw like a teardrop falling onto a bloody petal or something and be like yes (laughs) this is me i wrote like (laughs) i wrote some of those like lyrics or just the ideas behind it when i was going through that and i was like ah the emotion behind it was good but the words were like corny and then Mm. so i've basically taken some of that stuff but then chucked this really stupid um (laughs) like idea in the chorus and it it works for some right. reason.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. We'll have to have a, uh, a listen to that when we check out Artificial Intelligence by Tom Cardi, the EP. Is there I was thinking about when it comes to writing comedy songs, sometimes you've got concepts for them but they're hard to make work and get the point across. Is that does Tom Cardi have his Bohemian Rhapsody high concept idea in there. Is it on this album? Did you manage to get it on this first EP? Oh, to be honest, I,
0: there's enough like cross concepts in there that you could actually make it a concept album and that's what I'm going to tell Well, I mean, people are going to know now. I've kind of shot myself in the leg, but I'm going to tell people it's a concept album and then get people to tell me what the concept is and they'll be like, yeah, that's it. That was really good.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of concept album, but it's choose your own concept. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, ooh.
0: And if you get the song wrong, then I send you back to the start. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, the, uh, the R.L. Stein method. That's good. You yeah. just have the, the album ends and the needle goes back to the, the front. That's really yeah. good.
0: you got to keep listening to it. Get them streams on Spotify.
2: Now, Tom, I really like um, the videos on TikTok, and I found something. You're tapping into that incredible community because a lot of the videos that seem to go well are touching on things like... Um, mental health, anxiety, you know, these random things that I think the younger generation certainly feels but are able to express it a bit more through comedy than potentially previously. (laughs) Oh,
0: dude, 100% everyone is, like, I mean, everyone's anxious to a degree. But I feel like when you're younger, it's like you see all these sort of self-deprecating sort of things, but there are all these kind of masks and ironically way of saying you're anxious. But Mm -hmm. you kind of just want someone to be like, no, this is bad, but you get through it, you know. Mm. Everyone deals with it. Yeah, absolutely.
3: I understand you're living with uh, Jen and Victoria from Freudian Nip who are a comedy duo. You, you might have seen them on the feed. Uh, really, really funny clips online as well. Matt just getting What's all the like... inside
2: costs. Do they play paddleball <laughs> yeah. as well?
3: What's going
1: on? <laughs> no, they do not play with like...
3: me. What's <laughs> well, is it like? Is it, is it a creative house? Do you all sit around and help each other, you know, come up with sketches and ideas? Or do you kind of just all sit in your room and, and pull your hair out in your own... <laughs> Versions of torture
0: There is a lot of collaboration Just with like bouncing ideas Or just sort of talking shit And just having fun with it And it's like annoying But we appreciate it Because we're all like kind of creative And we understand this is how it works And then our fourth housemate is, it Works in tech And he has to work from home
2: <laughs> oh, So he's stuck in this maelstrom <laughs> Of these kooky content makers I feel makers. so sorry for this person <laughs>
0: It's so good.
2: All right, well, Tom, we better let you go. <laughs> yeah. Artificial Intelligence is the EP. Um, make sure you have a listen to it. And um, look, it's, it's given we are saying goodbye. You did put the word out. Um, get us on the podcast. The podcast is yours. We thought any final thoughts, anything else you wanted to discuss before we say goodbye to Tom Cardi?
0: Uh, I was going to do a big burp just then But then thought it was wrong So yeah, nah, nothing Thanks so much for having me on the, <laughs> the podcast You guys are beautiful uh,
2: You're the best Thank you very much, Tom <laughs> right, I mean, you so can yeah. still
0: do the burp oh. if you want It uh, 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 was a, This is a cute one, sorry <laughs>
2: That was a cheeky one He got one in there <laughs> Yeah, I should get out of the bath now, though <laughs> Alright, sounds good, man Catch you later <laughs> Okay, bye <laughs> Bye, mate Now Matt, what a day to have Tom Cardi on the radio because you did mention something that <laughs> that has been you've been dealing with a little bit recently, and that is the difference between the the true the artistic um vision that you may have and the hilarious satire that uh, that you also have a, uh, a tendency to bring as well uh, so much so that we've actually got some guests who uh, have been having a bit of an argument about it recently
0: mm. <laughs> You're right,
2: mate.
3: Yeah. Look, it's. Uh, I don't know whether it's exciting for me to welcome our next two guests on because uh, we do like to settle differences mm. of opinions here on Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Uh, so we better put on our little. Our little. What are those lawyer wigs called? The um, the uh,
2: the horsehair wig.
3: Yeah, and we'll pop those on. We'll grab our gavels. Is it a gavel? Yeah, grab the gavel. And uh, we'll get order in the courts as we enter the Low Court of Australia. The people are real. The cases are real. Petty. This is Matt Analysis Low Court
2: of Australia. Yes, and for the Low Court today, we have two guests who are here to answer the very difficult question, is Matt musical project Boilermakers a joke or is it serious? (laughs) Let's bring them in now. (laughs) Hello, James from the Gold Coast. Hi,
1: Alex, how are you going?
2: Really good, thanks, James. Now, this is a big question that has been baffling audiences for many years. What is your take on everything?
1: Now, we've been debating over this for weeks and weeks and weeks ever (laughs) since the Blame Me video. The first thing I thought about was David Brent, poor conclusion. Oh,
4: my God. (laughs) Then I came
1: to Spinal Tap and then I thought...
2: No, maybe Faith One at South Bank. Oh, Faith Plus One at South Bank, <laughs> uh, the Christian oh Rock outfit. Oh, My god. All right, well that's <laughs> that's interesting. I'm so, so, sorry, Matt. so So you're I'm in so the camp sorry. that uh Matokine is a sort of uh it, it's sort of a mockumentary of rapping.
1: Well, I thought it was just extending his comedic career. <laughs> <laughs> to sort all right, of milk, all right. Milk we've the... heard enough from the, from the, the, the
2: All right, so that's, that's your accused. care. okay? James Let's brings this up defendant. in conversation and uh, Annie from the Gold hey. Coast, his partner, you, you heard this and what do you think?
1: I think James is an awful, awful man for mocking. <laughs> 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 Matt's talented. Matthew O'Connell. <laughs> <laughs> His talents, so he's an awful man. Right. Oh, well, you
2: well, you okay. can see the artistic well, merit of Boilermakers, you understand what's going on behind it, and you listen to it as a legitimate form of Australian hip-hop.
1: Yeah, Over and over again, I'm sure. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> right, I'm just going to fade James down for a moment
2: because we need Matt to how, have a talk here.
3: How belittling both of these arguments are, okay? <laughs> James is comparing me to David Brent and Annie is trying to defend me like I've won the participation ribbon <laughs> in some kind of 100-metre race where everyone's lapped me and I'm just waddling along like some pathetic loser. Mate, how about this from both of you? Do you think anyone was sitting around when Leonardo da Vinci unveiled the Mona Lisa and they were like, oh, I reckon it's, it's, he's trying to start a comic book. That's a caricature. Oh yeah, this is
2: just
1: the new Caroline in the City.
2: That's a good Farsight comic uh, <laughs> yeah, coming out there said, from I Leonardo. Say, ask,
1: ask Annie how many times she's actually listened to the song. Okay.
3: Oh, that's Hey, well, that's a good question. Annie, name, a, name one Boilermaker's song.
1: Blame me.
3: Okay, and have
2: you listened to it? Have you listened to it or have you just seen the meme?
1: Blame me, blame me, do I have to answer? You're
2: under oath here at the Low (laughs) Court of Australia. You're ready.
1: Oh, i watched the meme. Okay, you've watched the meme. <laughs> okay, now, okay, I okay. think that
2: could be where James is getting a little bit um, confused, Matt, because obviously, like many things, whether it's the Olympics or someone tripping over somewhere or someone having a shocked face, in context, it can be serious, but when it's made into a meme, it makes it look like a joke, and maybe that's what's going on with um, everybody who's sharing the blame me meme, i.e. you. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I have been really flogging that <laughs> meme, haven't I? James, have you listened to any of the Boilermakers stuff?
1: I actually did a bit of homework today and listened to Blame Me, mm. but I couldn't listen to it all the way through. I'm so oh sorry. Oh my God! <laughs> Order!
3: Order no, in the court! That, that, no, that's, was, no, that's not assumed. One, no, Jay, Jay
2: that's because a tree that. fell through your house so you had to immediately <laughs> evacuate, wasn't it? That's because That's because your laptop burst into
3: flames and you had to evacuate the house, I'm guessing.
1: There was another one, but I can't remember the name of it, so I can't really... Tell you what the other song was—something about shelter or something like that. I don't mm. know.
2: Well, Annie, what, what about you? You obviously have a nose for serious Aussie hip hop. What other Aussie hip hop would you enjoy?
1: Ah, uh, yeah, you know, hilltop not, woods. Not, yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, come on. <laughs> this is pathetic. Both of you, this is like trying to this is like asking a couple of vegans what their favorite cut of meat is, you know? You got no idea what the hell you're bloody both of you talking about. All right, well. And you'll be out of this court before you know it unless you start straightening up.
2: Alright, we better we better get the, the definitive answer from Madacone. For anyone who has any confusion, let us know right now. Boilermakers, legit or <laughs> <laughs> How demoralising it is. Is sad. it a it's sort of, of Joaquin Phoenix-esque <laughs> art piece <laughs> where the joke's on all of us? Oh, dear.
3: All You're right. Cool, man, Annie is correct. It is not a joke. James, I don't want to see you in this court ever again. You're barred. <laughs> I'm bard. so
1: sorry, Matt. All right. So You're barred.
3: Case dismissed. I'm this bard. And do you know what? Both of you. Both of you, I'm wow. gonna I'm gonna order a punishment, and that is you have to listen to the full EP tonight. Okay, oh, so give yeah, the, from done. from front to
2: back. Blame me. Blame me. I as well give him the death penalty, Did let him off done? a bit lighter. Come on, please. All right, thank you very much, team. We'll catch you later. Thank, thank you. Guys. Bye. Bye. Uh, that brings us to an end of another episode. Oh my God. Mad at Alex. All day breakfast. If you've got a low court of Australia, get in touch with us. A little argument you want to settle. Uh, or, in particular, tomorrow we want our minds blown, please send us a little voice message of a mind blowing fact that you've learnt in the last little while. Uh, the fact that Boilermakers is real. We won't put that in there as a mind blowing fact. Can you believe that? But. Anything else we are happy to accept here at the all-day breakfast table uh, where we will hopefully be joining you uh, tomorrow. Final final thoughts, Matt, before
3: we... Oh, they unveil the the Sydney Opera House on the steps of the harbour. God, oh, this surely isn't real. <laughs> this looks a bit silly with its silly white peaks. <laughs> it's a joke building. <laughs> This will be the butt of all memes for years to come. <laughs> making making
2: fun of buildings, making it look like sails. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Who is this architect? <laughs> How did this win the comp with a meme? Anyway, um, I like it, Matt. I listened to the AP the other day and it was very good. So there Thank you go. Thank you very much, Had Alex to run it run on, on the old Spotify. So check it out. Go. Boilermakers, decide for yourself. Don't knock it till you've tried it. That's what I say. <laughs> Another participation
3: today, and they're coming
2: <laughs> thick and fast from everyone here. Now it's good you've tried, mate.
3: Well done. I'm sure the next one will be even better. All right. Thank you very much for joining us at matt <laughs> and alex is where you can keep in touch. We'll see you next time. Bye.
1: <laughs> Listener.